For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is On The Mark, and I am pleased to be joined by the Hall of Famer, the Super Bowl champion, the seven-time Pro Bowler, Warren Sapp, who is coming to town to talk about something that's extremely important and is on his heart, uh, CTE, and uh, his experience that that you're having now, Warren, at 44 years old. First of all, uh, thanks for taking time today. And uh, wh- when did you? I-, I know recently you said you're going to donate your your brain uh, once uh, once you pass on. When when did you start to realize that this is something you wanted to get involved in? A couple of years ago, when Chris first walked up to me at a Super Bowl, and he was you know telling me this, that, and whatever, and what he had found, and how he you know was a wrestler and everything that he went through, and he was giving me his story. I'm looking at him sideways like most people do. <laughs> you know, because I've had those same conversations with Derek Wilkes and the John Lynch's and some of my ex teammates, and they look at me all sideways too. So when, when I just got into it, and then I was at home one day and I got an email from Fred Willis, who's a former player running back with the Houston, you know, Oilers back in the day. And it was a list of all the owners, the commissioner, and I was just reading the comments that they were making, and one of them said, you have just as much chance of sitting on your couch of getting CTE as playing the National Football League. And it struck me as absolutely dumbfounding that, wait a minute, where are you getting this information? Now, I, I know my 13 years in the National Football League was spent on a rheumatologist doing the concussion board who believe that back-to-back concussions have no lasting effect. You can get a concussion at 9 a.m., and I'll see you back at 12 to, you know, do more work. I mean, he actually wrote this in a medical journal, and I'm like, there's no way we're about to walk around getting the most popular sport in the world, the most skill-driven sport, and we're going to walk around with Neanderthal thoughts about medicine? No. And that was, that was the end for me. And you're going to be on a panel with uh, a former Chicago Bear, won a Super Bowl, Otis Wilson. You're going to have a neuropathologist on there as as well. About five of you are coming to uh, Chicago to speak on this. And it's interesting to me, too, you're teaming up with uh, a Brigadier General Donald Bolduc, too, who uh, himself is suffering from CTE and, and PTSD. So this is something that's not just going on in football, obviously. It's it's affecting a lot of people that are protecting the country and are in our military. How did, how did that partnership come to be? 
I mean, it was just a natural thing for me. I mean, I, I spent so many years down in Tampa with sitcom and General Franks just come see us all the time. And I love the military because there's nothing like a man that stands opposed and say, not on my watch. And those are the true heroes because I try to tell all of my football players, all my brethren, the, the young fellas, I said, fellas, we're not warriors. We're not warriors. We're not any of that. We go on a road trip and this shit kicker missed the 32-yard field goal. He's coming back. His wife and children are expecting him, and we got to put him back on the plane and bring him back no matter how mad we are with him. The boys don't always come back from the trip when they go in the military. But that's what I wanted to know. I mean, come on. Those are the true heroes. Now, I've sent you entertainers, but you take better care of myself. And we can take better care from the top to the bottom, and we need to make these steps. So that's why I'm out, so we can make an awareness, get people to look up, pay attention, get better diagnostics, get better treatment, and bring awareness to it because the denial ain't going to work. I mean, the, 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 the big tobacco uh, uh, scheme ain't going to work. It, it, that's, that's not it. No. Yeah, but see, you, you're in the Hall of Fame war for, you had incredible talent, but you were a physical, I mean, kick somebody's ass guy every single Sunday and, and Saturdays at the U. So you couldn't have been thinking about this back then. Like, did you, what, what was your mindset around, well, I'm playing this game, I'm having the time. No, I mean, listen, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, played, I played the game, I like to say, I played the game that your grandma, if she was watching me, she'd like it because I was enjoying myself. I, I played the game with a smile on my face. Now, some of the hits that I, I, I put on people, well, I'm sure it made you cringe at some point. But that's the game that I was taught. That's the game that I knew and loved. But that's why we got to evolve and make it better. And we've made and we've taken certain steps. There's no more month-long training camps where we're sitting there banging the hell out of each other with two-a-days and pads all day long. And sometimes with Ray Perkins, three-a-days. I mean, it just, it was, a, it was a strange thing that we did. We, it was about who was tougher. If you've ever been around the NFL training camp in the 90s, it was about who was tougher. And, and we were going to find out. In a month's training camp, hitting each other. That's why we couldn't wait to play a preseason game or see a team with another color. But we were dying to hit somebody else than our own teammates. See, I, I sit with a Hall of Famer, Dan Hampton, doing, doing a Bears postgame show, Warren, and he'll complain about the game today saying, guys don't practice, they don't tackle the way we used to, and the game is suffering from it. So it's, it's, you're on one side, and, and even some of your guys that have been in the trenches with you and, are, and, are, and have the coat on in Canton, they're not, you, there's a, some of them are with you and some of them aren't. Do, do you have those discussions? You know what? I, I, I hear those discussions that I... And I, and I, but that ain't what we're talking about in the, in the, in the, in the CTE. We're talking about taking the 14 and under out of it. Now, now, because when we're sitting in Ken, I know we're not talking about Pop Warner Championship. Yeah. I know we're not talking about 11 year old rushing titles. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to eliminate and see if we can get the way we're getting our children involved in the chess, tennis. That's why we only have Venus and Serena because we've never exposed. Any of our children took tennis, except Venus and Serena. That's why we only had one Tiger Woods, because we only exposed our one child to a country club every day where the dad was coming to pick him up, playing golf, and doing the things he needed to do. We need to expose our children, because I heard about the children in Brooklyn that they exposed to the uh, chess club, and they wouldn't want a championship. I heard about Buddy went in the backwoods of Mississippi and got him playing chess and, and doing wonderful things. I mean, we have to expose our children something other than Football on Saturday afternoon, Pop One, Optimus, all of this craziness that I'm looking at. Because I'm in Florida, and that's what we do. 
I mean, that, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable the Saturday afternoon battles that that take place between seven and thirteen year olds. It's unbelievable. So, so now you're. I love this conversation, Warren. Now, now you're talking about resources and making the world a better place for everybody, and, and we got a long way to go. We, That's it. I mean, because when I got in this game, I said when I leave it, I will leave it in better shape than I got into it, and this is what I'm after because this means something. I, I love it. I love it. So then, okay. So a, a, a mom comes up to you, a dad comes up to you. Hey, Warren, should my kid play football? What do you tell him? Not till he's fourteen. We we, we do the bar mitzvah at thirteen. We baptize him in the Southern Baptist at thirteen. They're ready to go at fourteen. Anything under that, they're not ready. So you'd have him playing everything else, and listen maybe to the break. listen to the don't listen to me. I'm just a defensive tackle, three technique extraordinaire. But I listen to the brain doctor. Your connectors and your brain is developing up into the age of fourteen. And when everything is connected and ready to go, now you can go out and go play this game that we know and love and, and understand what it is. You don't need to go out and, and hit to know how to play football. That's what we're not doing in, in the game. Now Dan Hampton is missing it because nobody comes to OTAs. Nobody trains together as a team. Everybody goes to their little corners over here with this speed guy, that speed guy. That's why we have a lot of injuries because when they get to playing football, you have to go where that ball is. And that ball don't go on a straight line. <laughs> you got to adjust to it. And now you're no longer running straight lines. You're twisting and bending, and that's why we have uh, hips, knees, tendons, because they're running from A to B and back to A. Those are straight line training they're doing. They're not actually going and saying, all right, we're going to get the tight end of the linebackers. We're going to do one-on-one. We're going to take care of each other. Ain't no tackling. I'm not going to take you down. We're just going to work on what you got to work on. That's the game itself. And that's what's missing. We used to sit over there from 8 to 12 every time in the offseason. It was our, it was our duty because that was the only way we were going to get better is by actually going out and doing the things you have to do on a Sunday afternoon. And we work out butt off and then we break and go get the keys and go do whatever we do. But you got to put that work in. Nobody sits at these facilities anymore. And they got beautiful places. I go to one bucket, it's 100,000 square. They even built a lightning dome for them. And it's empty. They got a pool table, video games, food, a chef, everything you could possibly want. I'm like, we have food up against the wall up in here with a with a little person. We were making Cuban sandwiches and bologna and cheese. <laughs> and we were living in this place. They got beautiful facilities and no one goes to them anymore. See, I love myself some flag football or some touch football, but then people call me soft, Warren. No, don't be soft. Save the children. Uh-huh. Allow them, uh, make them understand the game without the physicality of the game. Because once the physicality of the game comes, you get weeded out real fast. Should they go? Should we do that real fast. Either you like it or you do not. It, 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 it don't suffer. I, I guarantee you. Should they? Re- I didn't allow my son to play. Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp the second, who's six foot one, two hundred and twenty pounds with a V and arms like oh, the boys, the boys impressive. He's not. If I do say something else, and I didn't, I didn't put him in a football uniform until he walked in the house at fourteen and said, "I want to play football." I said, you don't want to be the power hitting first base on that three excellent defense? I won't play football. All righty, let's go. <laughs> I mean, it, it comes a time when, when, when they will let you know what they want to do. And for me, that's what I wanted from him, was to know that this is something that he wanted. I mean, I think too many of us live in our dreams that we didn't make it through our children. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't you hit? Didn't you hit like twenty-four homers yeah, in high yeah. school? By the way, you see it? I do, you of course. I got to grab that trophy and run to the work and follow up what we won. What? Come on, man. Oh, you, you, when and you, these videos of these little kids hitting the other little kid because the other little kid you just told him to run straight and he just ran straight. Oh my God! Come on, we gotta stop this. We. I heard an Oklahoma drill the other day. Somebody said, "Yeah, an Oklahoma drill." I'm like, "Is that still a thing?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. The Oklahoma is that still a thing? Oh. The state of two men to lay on their back on the ground, roll over, and see who gets up first, and then hit the other. Unbelievable! Yeah, the state of Oklahoma should be asking, "Hey, don't don't name that don't name that drill after our state. We're not about that anymore." Hey, 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 hey. That, that that drill ain't very bright, and you know, hey, I'm not gonna say about Oklahoma. Good place, <laughs> good heartland. There you go. They're not the sharp. They're not the sharpest knife in the draw, though. <laughs> 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 well said. Hey, uh, l- well, l- let's talk about l- let's talk about what's going on in the league right now. It, it seems like you know the plan at the moment uh, from the commissioner to the to the players is to, I guess, get some form of cooperation uh, on social activism, and and in and in hey, we'll give you this, and then you guys will will all stand for the anthem and we'll show some unity. Uh, what are we getting? Yeah. What are we getting? Is that right? Well, see so that. What are we getting? See, I think there's an opportunity. Right. Okay. So, so that's the question. Then, what, what, what do you think the players should be asking for? You know, I, I, I hear the, I hear the talk, and I hear this ain't the right time. But when is? When is the right time to talk about Tamir Rice being shot in 1.2 seconds with a toy gun? When is the right time to talk about that? When's the right time to talk about Eric Garner being choked out for loose cigarettes? When? I just, I just want to know. Because when Martin Luther King and then was walking across the Edmund Pettus Bridge that Sunday morning, that wasn't the right time either. That became Bloody Sunday. So when is the right time? We all, we all know there, there is no right time. And people don't want to be uncomfortable and have uncomfortable conversations. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable exactly. when you're talking about something that's making others uncomfortable. But I understand what they're talking about for the national anthem because at that moment, when, on a Sunday afternoon, when the quarterback's the target, I ain't thinking about social injustice. I'm thinking about getting on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. That's just me. That's why I woke up on a Sunday afternoon. And then we'll talk about this after the game and on Monday and the rest of the week. I mean, that's just me because... I, I really value my profession, and, and I love the thing that I did on Sunday. And I worked all week to go display it. And I got a crowd full of people. Oh, I'm finna show it off. I mean, God, I, I, I got plenty of time, and, and I will talk about it at, at every chance I get. But right now, when we play over this two minutes and six seconds, two minutes and two seconds, and that's what let's get it on. Because, hey, it, it should chill down my spine just to talk to you about it right now because I'm thinking of the game about to start. Just thinking about the end playing because somebody's finna kick it off. That's always been my trigger. They play the music, they kick it off, somebody can get their butt whooped. So let's go. <laughs> so, uh, well, and, and listen, I, I love that right there. That, that's that's just awesome the way you were kind of digesting the anthem and get, just getting ready to play. And I think everybody in their own way loves the red, white, and blue, but the thing that everybody else loves too is the green. And if, if the NFL, 
you know, players are, are going to want to step up, but they're also not going to want to lose their game checks either. So, so Goodell. Listen, ain't no way, ain't no way you you asking me to, to, to sacrifice my check and my platform. I won't be able to talk about anything. Right. So they, they I mean. I, I mean, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, for all of the, the wonderful things he did, he had to understand that when your talent and the stuff you bring, you're gone. That, that's the that, that's ultimate rule in any, any organization. No matter where you at, right, right. The the elite of the elite can, yeah. but it, Harvey, 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 Harvey Weinstein sat there for as long as he could until the storm came. Right, <laughs> Rich, Red, Roger Hill sat there as long as he could until the storm came. When when the storm comes for you, there, there, there ain't no too powerful. You're going, and it was a horrible man what they did. And Colin ain't did nothing like that. He just going about a, a social injustice. So hey, it's all, it's all, it's always a better way to do it. So but the way he did it was his way to do it, and now we're we're talking about it. So hey, let's let's see if he can step forward and make it better. That's what we're talking about. So so if Roger came to you, Goodell, and came to you and said, "Hey, Warren, look, we know that you guys want, we want you know, we know what you want your money in your wallet, and we know that you also want to uh, get your voice out there, and and we want to you know have we certainly want to have all the sponsors we possibly can have from the NFL. Like, what would your solution be to Goodell if he was come if he came to Warren Sapp and asked him, hey, how would how how would you proceed from here? Go sit with the people who 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 are having the conversation. Go sit with your players. Go sit with the leadership and find out what it's going to take because we all got to sit in this this, this puddle. And why make it a puddle of doo Right. Well, they they weren't proactive about this, were they? No, they shot seven million dollars to Trump. They weren't paying attention. <laughs> you're gonna be uh, war. You're the best. You're gonna be in Chicago for Chicago Ideas Week uh, coming up here on a panel talking about CTE. Let me let me talk real quick before you go on the field. Is Kansas City the best team in the NFL? Is what it is. Your record is what you are. <laughs> Who said that? The great Dwayne Parcells, my classmate in 2013 Hall of Fame. Yeah, they are. Okay, okay. And uh, is the uh, is the Packers defense good enough to get them back to the Super Bowl, or is is Aaron Rodgers going to come short again? Listen, the old additive of defense win championship is dead. Defense gives you a chance, and your offense will win it for you. And with that quarterback, I ain't betting against him. <laughs> it, that boy's special. Holy Toledo. Right? Is is he the best of all time in your uh, mind? When you, when you got a quarterback, when you got a quarterback that's in overtime that knows I haven't won a game in overtime and I want this off my resume, that's who I want in my huddle. That's who I want every time going to war with me. Do you think he's the best ever? Nah, Brady. Five championships. Period. Okay. Okay. Uh, how, <laughs> how, how many? How, how many? The numbers. The numbers. Aaron Rodgers gonna put up a computer. Yeah, ticket, yeah but not, we don't measure quarterback by championship. That 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 that's it. You win all the regular season games you want. Tony Romo. You win all the the playoff games you want. Uh, not not win anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what it comes down to. Danny White wins any of those playoff games. He's not an afterthought in the Cowboy legacy of quarterback. Right, but you can't do it alone. Like, how many Super Bowl rings would Warren Sapp have if you had a quarterback, uh, an elite quarterback playing with you down in Tampa? Hey, I got my one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my, I enjoyed my days with Kelly Holcomb and 
feet washed and, you know, my trip foot. <laughs> my mostly Topo and Aaron Brooks. You know, I, I have like fun with my quarterbacks, man. You got, you got, you got to make it win, man. That's why, my, that's why my championship feels so great when we talk about it. I, I I like that reframe. I like that reframe. Who who was the number one? Who was the number one QB you wanted to take down? Who was just felt so good when you got there? The next one. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> you know I got a problem with quarterbacks. They like chicken. They don't taste the same. I want the next one, but I can't give my chance anymore. So I gotta let it go. Is that barbecue? Uh, I'm at the falafel spot right now. Oh, I'm okay. gonna give me a nice uh, combo platter with all the meat and rice you can give me okay. without getting in trouble. Okay. Hey, Warren, appreciate the time. Great to talk to you. Always, I'm gonna be good. All right. That was Warren Sapp, the one and only, and uh, a lot of a lot of great stuff there on 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 the field, off the field, and uh, what he's doing to try to uh, make the game safer and whether or not your kids should play football. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Part of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.